great moments are born from great opportunity. And that's what you have here tonight, boys. That's what you've earned here tonight. One game. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. One-timer scores! Dennis Gurionov wins it in overtime! The Dallas Stars are on their way to the Stanley Cup Final! Coming by now is Goodrow. Goodrow around behind. Stay with them. And we shut them down because we can. Reaching in is Coleman again. Laid into the back to Shattenkirk. Fires! Deflected score! And the lightning strike first! Hands it off to Sekera. Kibaranta parked in front. Looking through, scores! Patrick goal for Kim Aranta, and he sends Dallas to the Western Conference Final. Tonight, we are the greatest hockey team in the world. Passing right in, shut down by Leonard, and Sullivan down by the goal. Pops a pass off bodies off Stastny now on Ben. He turns. He scores! Jamie Ben does it again. 10 06 left to go. And the Stars cut the lead in half. You were meant to be here tonight. Chris Sagan. Now Radulov. Radulov cross ice. They score! Pavelski on the power play, cutting the Colorado lead in half. Here's Terry for Gurionov. Gurionov shoots for a screen, save fade, rebound, score! Paddock Foxer has tied the game in two with another power play goal. Screw him. Lifted around by Goodrow, Richie gets credit for the goal from York. And a shot tipped in! Game on a toss from the point! I'm sick and tired of hearing about what a great hockey team the Soviets had. Corpusano finds Savard. Out of the reach of Garakov in front, points him up, he scores! Braden Point has won the series for the Lightning! 5-4 in overtime! Braden Point scores at 5-12 of the first overtime. John Cooper in Tampa Bay moving on in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Now go out there and take it. Screw them.
right, guys, welcome back to a very special edition of the Balloon Lines podcast. It's your boy, Jimmy. Uh, I would say riding solo because that's kind of what I hinted at last night, saying I was going to be my next one probably solo, but I'm not. I actually got two people with me. We're uh, riding a three-person car here. Uh, returning to the Blown Lines podcast is Justin Ventola, and making his Blown Lines debut is Tyler Scales. What's up, boys? Yo, what's going on, Jimmy? What's going on, Jimmy, man? I'm happy uh, to be here. Oh, man. Hey, welcome. Uh, Tyler, welcome. And then, uh, Justin, welcome back. Um, So, the reason why we're doing this last-minute one um, is because the Lightning uh, won in overtime last night, which was a really fun game. I cannot believe that the Islanders actually killed off two double-minor penalties in back-to-back games uh, to force a game. Oh, well, not force anything. But in back-to-back games, they they killed double-minors in overtime. Great series. Uh, I guess the main question we'll start. We're going to basically recap the whole uh, NHL playoffs because we kind of did a preview uh, on the podcast about uh, has been about a month and a half ago at this point. Um, but hey, guys, did you guys watch any of that series, uh, the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Islander series? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, oh, good. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Justin, I'll let you go. No, I, I, honestly, Jimmy. So I, I've been trying to watch uh, pay close attention to both. Um, both series, uh, Vegas Golden Knights and Dallas, as well as the Islanders and uh, Lightning. Both were honestly a uh, really good series. Um, Lightning, Islanders ended the way I thought, um, but still a good series nonetheless. Vegas, go- uh, Vegas, Dallas was interesting. That was an interesting series. I did not expect that swing. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm sure. I, I, I'm, I'm happy that I was uh, wrong about that series. Um, but no, do not start. Right, perfect. Um, no, um, I'm just happy that it uh, was a, it was a good series. Um, we'll we'll get into that one later because I will talk to you guys about um, I guess the stars in general coming kind of out of nowhere. Um, but uh, let's start off with we're gonna start not in the qualification round, so we're gonna start I guess it'd be round two technically. Um, we'll start with the Flyers. Uh, no, it was Flyers Canadians. Uh, we'll start with that one. Um, the Canadians beat uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, which <clears throat> I said you should all be afraid of uh, Carey Price there, and he came out of nowhere. Um, what, I know we're going a while back here, guys. Any really, you know, anything really stand out from that series to you guys? Yeah, definitely Carey Price, man. He he came out in that playoff series 100% for his whole team. Unfortunately, his whole team for the Flyers series was not really there for him, but I got to tell you, they have nothing to be ashamed of because that was a good series for the Canadians. And we haven't really quite seen that from them for from a for a while. Yeah, I agree. And they lost to the Flyers too, which is a damn good team. Yeah, Flyers are really good. They came out of nowhere pretty much. They just they got hot during the bubble and they rode it to well, I guess second round technically. But <laughs> what do you think, Justin? Yeah, no, honestly, like the interesting uh, series by the Canadians. I mean, gosh, I give him credit by going um, getting past Pittsburgh. I totally agree. I think uh, Carey Price turned on his head, and he was definitely the best player throughout both series uh, this this year. Um, but I think the Canadians, you kind of see like you know they have a mess right now, but I think they're slowly starting to kind of like rebuild themselves. Um, I think you saw some great um, some great hockey out of that kid Suzuki, who I believe they got from the Golden Knights. I believe. I maybe, believe. Maybe. I believe so. I believe so. It was that who they were? Yeah. So you saw him, and that kid, he's a stud. He's an absolute yeah. stud. So it was fun watching him emerge. Uh, you know, it, Philadelphia has become really good. Um, I would say probably they got they got bounced by uh, Islanders personally. So, but that was expected versus Canadians. But yeah. they put up one hell of a fight, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. To add to the Montreal young studs, 
Jesse Katkanyemi. Yes. Yes, him too. Yeah. Him too. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a very good series. I actually picked Montreal, I think, on that series um, originally, but obviously I was wrong. Um, well, like like normal. <laughs> Not much changes there. <laughs> um, the, ne- the next one we got here, I'm just going down pretty much a bracket here. That's why it's going to be kind of uh, east and west. Um, we got uh, the Lightning, who are now in the Cup Finals, going against the uh, Blue Jackets. Uh, I was really – I picked the Blue Jackets. You know, I, I did really well in this first round by picking teams. Uh, I picked the Blue Jackets uh, to beat the Lightning more because of what they did last year. And I still am going to maintain that they should have won that series. Um, they went to overtime um, multiple times, and they could not close the do- door. I know it went to a game six, I think it was, when the Lightning ended up you know, putting them out of their misery. Um, but the Lightning – they should. I don't get how a team like the Lightning really gets formed. Either you have a fast team that's small, or a big team that's you know big and slow. And the Lightning are kind of a combination of both, which is why they're a bad matchup for most teams. Um, which I should have seen against uh, the likes of Columbus, which is a slow oafing team, but I did not. And uh, yeah, but that, that was my takeaway from the series. Oh, and Yo- Yo- uh, Corpusalo is a legit goalie. Absolutely, he did so well in that. First game with the Lightning, bro. That was such an amazing game. I think after that loss, Columbus really like lost the morale in winning the series. The Lightning were just bolts. <laughs> <laughs> and they were bolts the right? entire time. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but sure. I mean, that that was like that was another going to be another interesting series. Um, but I think it, it it's the changes from last year. Last year in the playoffs, um, Columbus definitely had a lot more scoring threats. Uh, this year, not so much. I mean, Dubois was awesome, and he played awesome. Um, and I love the back end with Seth Jones and Zach Wierenski. I think that's a great and underrated deep air. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Lightning, they they listen. They added size. They added grit. They added toughness, which is uh, what they really got caught, caught out for when they lost to Columbus last year. So I think the bolstering and uh, the Lightning's, you know, not only scoring depth, but also that grit and grinding out um, ability, but also, like, the lack of Columbus, you know, scoring – uh, players just kind of like led to that series being, you know, low scoring for Columbus, albeit yeah. that one three goal game. But yeah, and also they won like the free agency and the trade deadline. They got guys like Coleman and Pat Maroon on that team mm-hmm. who are studs, man. Oh man, they, what pickup that was! Factors. Yeah, um, yeah. I was, pa- I was gonna say, pickup. I was gonna say the reason why they beat Columbus because they had some more grit, and his name is Pat Maroon. I mean, that guy is he's as much I hate, I really hate watching the guy play. Um, cause he just irks me. Uh, he's probably second on my, uh, you know, ranking of least favorite players in the league. Obviously number one is David Perron, which made last year hurt so bad as a Bruins fan. Cause we lost to both David Perron and Pat Maroon. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, I mean the lightning, they really showed me something in that series. Um, especially after that first five overtime game, it was six, over, whatever it was. Um, it was freaking insane to even respond after that. Cause when you lose that, there's so much momentum that goes by with that. I mean, that's what I think, um, at least. Well, um, I mean, just adding to that, Jimmy, I mean, like, the Lightning just in general, how many times in all, in all the series that they've had this postseason have they had either a bad game or they've had a force all the time or they've gotten some nasty calls? I mean, it just went off the top of my head that um, I game two versus the Bruins uh, when they got that cold goal call back, uh, they got scored on by – uh, what was it? Uh, Nick Ritchie, whatever, whoever the hell it is, um, who scored his first goal, whatever, in the playoffs, go figure. Um, and, and just ability to come back, to fight a Kucherov in the last 10 seconds, 
Um, um, oh my gosh, I forget uh, which game it was against the Islanders. Maybe game two where they just he just scored with that last. It just mm-hmm. their ability now to close out and to like not get faltered. There was I, a, like a year or two ago, Lightning would have just flat, yeah, I mean, lost the, him around. Yeah, but I mean, this the, year they they're tough. They're resilient, is what I th- I think. To wrap that up in one word, they are resilient now. They're. Uh, they're not just a one-trick pony. They're a full-on storm. If we're going to keep going with the lightning puns here, it's a full-on storm. <laughs> Digging them. Um, the, the next game, our next series we're going to talk about is the Capitals um, and the Islanders. I think the biggest takeaway from this one is Barry Trotz um, because the talent is all on Washington. And I think in the NHL is probably the one sport where a coach can actually make a difference. And I think Barry Trotz being a former coach of the Capitals, winning a cup with that team and then going here really showed that, you know, when you can you can get in the, the head of the star players and the goalie, you can really take down a, a whole, like, I guess, a juggernaut of a team. Because even though the Capitals always choke every year, they are a juggernaut of a team. There's so much talent. If they can ever put it together, you saw what happened a couple of years ago when they put it together and they, they won a cup. Um, that's, I mean, that's what they can do. Um, what, do you, what are your guys' thoughts on that series? The Islanders were absolute juggernauts in this series, man. Like, but guys like Matthew Barzell, they are just fast. They are hard paced, and they wanted this cup. I know they wanted this cup badly. I loved watching the New York Islanders throw this in whole Stanley Cup. They have nothing to be ashamed of. I'll, I'll talk about why later in the uh, Lightning Conference Finals. Okay, Justin. Yeah, no, for sure. Honestly, honestly, though, like I feel like this is honestly the story for Washington. I mean. Their team, like the Lightning, they seem to have it all. They have scoring, they have size, they have speed, they have that grit. Um, well, I think Washington less so. Um, but either way, they they have that talent. They, there's no excuse, a reason why they shouldn't be like at least making it to the second or Eastern Conference Finals almost every single year. I mean, TJ Oshie, love him. Ovechkin, he's still Ovechkin. Um, Kuznetsov, Boxer. I mean, so you go down the list. You know, they have it. I mean, I like John Carlson on the back end. I really do. Uh, I, know, um, I know you love. Some, I know you love some John Carlson. Oh God, <laughs> let me tell yeah. you, he's awesome. <laughs> uh, but you know, and so that was just kind of like. But uh, Ozzy Tyler, just like you said, Barry Trotz has just got that uh, on this team playing like st- uh, like stingy defense, structured, uh, you know, disciplined. They just they they were fun to watch the Islanders throughout this series, and and postseason. All right, uh, so let's move to the West. I almost said West Coast, Western Conference. Um, we're gonna start with uh, let's start with the defending champs, St. Louis. Uh, going uh, or I guess the yeah hosting uh, technically the uh, Canucks. The Canucks ended up winning. Um, I was sort of shocked by it, not completely shocked. I remember so one of the guys here I'm working with, he's a big Blues fan, and he's what do you think about the Canucks? I said they're a young team. They're fast. There's high upside there. I think they're a year away. Well, I was wrong. Their time is now. They're a year away from contending, but they are enough of a force now to at least get out of the first round. Um, they're just they're deep everywhere. Quinn Hughes is legit. Um, you got Bo Horvath there. I mean, that team is so much fun to watch. I, I would stay up till you know midnight watching this and have to get up for four thirty. And I had, I had no I had no regrets. I mean, it was just great games. I mean, oh, it was so much fun. I've been watching Vancouver all year. Um, there have been some of the better games. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on that series? The passion and the fire that Vancouver has during these these two rounds that they have were incredible to watch. I loved watching them during the St. Louis Blues uh, series because I really wanted to see St. Louis lose, which is why I watched these games. <laughs> and I loved watching the Vancouver Canucks. Can I be honest? The Blues can't be ashamed of this loss at all. This was a damn good team they faced. 
One problem with the Blues though was definitely Jordan Bennington. I don't know what happened to him during the series, but it's because he's not a good he, goalie. My opinion, I don't think it's true. A good but well, he, he did do great last year, but yeah, no, he did. <laughs> not, well, no, not this year though. No, but in all honesty, I think the Bennington you saw is kind of the Bennington that he is. I, last year he caught lightning in the bottle. Um, I think some games he didn't play great last year, but he definitely like pulled through in the postseason. This year he was clearly just back to being, being uh, plain old Bennington, uh, which is a mediocre goalie to be honest with you. He's nothing special, no. uh, which makes honestly the loss last year to him all that much worse. Do you want to know my comparison to Jordan Bennington? Cam Ward. That's who I see when I see Jordan Bennington. He, he's he's a, he's a good goalie, and in five years from now, he's going to be a backup somewhere. And someone's going to remember, hey, remember that run that rookie had against, and he knocked off those those Bruins? It got a lot like, oh, yeah, Cam Ward. Remember when he knocked off the Chris Pronger and the Michael Pekka-led uh, Oilers? I mean, it's it's one of those kind of embarrassing stories that you're going to have to tell your kids someday. It's like, oh, my God, we lost to Jordan effing Biddington. Um yeah, <laughs> in the finals. Oh my god, I, can, I cannot. In the finals, game seven to a like, goon of oh a head coach. To a goon of a head coach, and a, gonna be a very good backup. It'd be like losing to Anton Hudobin. I mean, he's a he's a hell of a go, hell of a backup. Um, but when you have uh, in all written on paper, a great goalie in Tugarask. Uh, you know how I feel about it. But on paper, he's a great goalie. Um, when you lose to a backup or a you know a guy who gets hot, it's kind of embarrassing. Um, there's one game we've got in the East Coast. I don't or Eastern Conference. I don't know how I forgot this one. It's the Bruins Hurricanes game or series. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Cause yeah, they're not in it anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. I, right. Yeah, <laughs> none of them are. Yeah, in it. I, was, I don't even know who the Bruins are anymore. Um, yeah, that uh, that team uh, was like hyped up. The Hurricanes were hyped up to be oh the revolutionary. They're not going to get swept this year. Blah 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 blah. Well, guess what? They were not swept. They won one game. Dougie Hamilton probably ended Tukarask's career on a shot that he should, he should have saved. Um, that's what I took out of that. Dougie Hamilton, he's the Tukarask killer. That's probably that's all I took out of that series because they Bruins should have mopped the floor with him, and they did. Um, they didn't really prove me anything in that series. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, they. I think the Hurricanes kind of didn't play well against the Bruins. They had a lot of missed shots that I, I don't think Halak would have saved. Because we saw in the Lightning series, the, the Lightning were amazing against the Bruins. But, yeah, the Hurricanes didn't play well. You got, you got guys like Aho, Sebastian Aho, Dougie Hamilton. That uh, I forget his name. Oh, yeah, uh, it was that guy. In oh, Teravainen. Teravainen. Sebastian Teravainen? Or Teravainen? Oh, sh- I, yeah. Shved. Shvedson Akov. Yeah. I mean, they have a lot of good young yeah, forwards. Him. They have a lot of good young forwards. Yeah, and a lot of good young D as well. Yeah, I, Ooh, so, I think it will be a problem next year for the Hurricanes. They need to we go saw on. it with teams like the Lightning and like last year with the Lightning, they didn't play well, but now they are doing amazing. I think the Hurricanes will do the same thing next year. Honestly, like I, I, I've been like asking, they, it's not going to happen because I think they like them, they want to keep them. But I've been like, oh my god, if the Bruins could trade for uh, Flurry, would be awesome. Absolutely. You, know I mean, young defenseman, left shot. Big kid wants to be physical, but Carolina is a soft team, and they play soft from the goaltender on out, so they don't use him the way they should. Oh my gosh, I loved him! But that series went as expected. Uh, Hurricanes again, soft team can get pushed around, mm-hmm. um, and the Bruins just you know did what they had to. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, and I guess we'll just move on to the next series. I think it's the biggest upset of the first round, uh, by far the biggest upset in my opinion. Uh, we have the Stars facing the Flames. Um, and I know people were pretty are low on the Flames. I was pretty high on the Flames. I liked what they're doing over there. Um, they they just couldn't. They they had the Stars in the ropes so many times, and they would they the Flames would score, and then like. Two minutes later, the stars the stars would answer. It was ridiculous trying to watch this game, rooting for the Flames. I had money on the Flames to win that series. That blew up in my face. Um, yeah, the stars that they're showing me something. Of course, this whole playoffs. I mean, when you go to the Cup, you have to show something. You have to show something. Um, but I just thought, you know, maybe because it's just a warm weather team and they haven't been good for a little bit. I mean, I don't know. Some, just something about the stars. They really showed me something in that series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, well, honestly, Jimmy, like, like the Calgary's, like, um, Calgary. I think you saw the issue issue with them is that they're too undersized. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, Look exactly. at Johnny Goodrow. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's been speculation that the Flames are taking calls on him, and if a team blows him away with offers, that they're going to trade him. Um, but he's been he's been not a great postseason performer. I mean, and he's a small kid, and I think with the playoffs, and this is what I what I love about playoff hockey. Is that you need that size? You know what I mean? And I think you know um, the defenseman was Giordano. I, I I think he's fine. I don't think he's anything special. He can put up points. Great. He was he was um, good. He was I, good back in the day. He's he's definitely aged quite a bit. He's lost a step. I think it's what he's what Tory Krug is going to be in about three or four years. Uh, when you start losing yeah. a step as a smaller defenseman, you kind of uh, well, I mean, you lose a step and you're not as good on the offensive side. And when you're a liability on the defensive side already, it, it shows. No, for sure. I mean, and and I think the stars. If you watch them, they play so sound defensively, mm-hmm. and they're big and they're physical on their own. And I think they can just. So that's what happened with the Flames. So that was definitely an upset. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Definitely an upset for the Stars. Uh, I think the one major problem that the the Flames had was Matty Kachuk's injury, because he's a heck of a big young player on that team. And I think when they lost him, I. I think they kind of just felt like the morale on that team just mm-hmm. fell down as a whole, which is why I think the Stars won. And the Stars have been absolutely amazing this entire series. Love what I'm seeing from them as, as well. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I think it's I think I couldn't have said it any better than what you guys just said. Um, the next series uh, is the Avalanche, uh, who I had going to the Cup Finals. Everybody knows. Um, we're not talking about the other team because, yeah, we're not just gonna, we're not going to talk about them. Um, against the uh, the Coyotes, um, the Taylor Hall like Coyotes that upset. Who the hell did they upset in the qualification round? Um, oh, Nashville. Oh, that that was that was a joke there. And they they held with the the Avalanche the first two games, and then I think they won seven one like eight three the last two games. It wasn't even close. Um, that's exactly what the Avalanche are, and that's exactly what the Coyotes are. They, I felt bad for the goalie because he got kind of left on an island because there's just, there's not much there, uh, in Arizona, and uh, yeah, I, the Avalanche did what they're supposed to do, and it's completely blow out the uh, the Coyotes. Yeah, not much to talk about with this series. Arizona just needs to step up as a team as a whole. Yep. Uh, thanks. Yeah, not much to say. And then from you, Justin. Yeah, no, I mean, the Coyotes are the Coyotes. They're just a, they're, honestly, it's kind of sad watching them play. I got to be honest with you guys. Like, I don't know. It's just like, I almost feel bad for them uh, because I feel like it, it's just like a franchise where, like, you know, not a lot of hockey fans. Like, it, it, they, they haven't been able to figure it out. Like, they together, they're coaching for all, all these years. Like, they've been in and out with coaching, in and out with players. So, you know. 
I, I think it's time to move that franchise back to Quebec City. I mean, I, I mean, I hate the Nordiques like there's no one else because I got booed by them at wearing a Bruins jersey. I'm like, bro, at least I have a team, okay? I went to a game in uh, Jersey, and I was wearing like a Bruins uh, jersey, and they have like Nordiques Nation. They just like buy out a whole section. And I'm like, yeah, bring them back. They're like, boo to the Bruins. I'm like, bro, I have a team. Get the hell out of here with that shit. All right. I'm like, all right, you want to boo me? At least I have a team to root for. Good, good luck trying to go to other teams' arenas and root for nobody because no one's even. Go ahead, man. So I, I'm like, I will. That's probably my least favorite team that's not even in the league. So when they, if they ever come back, I will never root for the Nordiques. I don't care who the hell they're playing. They could be playing the Canadians in the finals. And I'm like, let's go have a town. Um, uh, last, <laughs> that's my uh, that's the best French you're gonna get out of me. Let go have a ton. Um, let's see, we got uh, the Golden Knights against Chicago. I feel so watching Chicago, it's 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 disheartening, at least for me. Um, that team was so good, and they have the same pieces that won the cup in 2013 and 2011 or 20, was it 2013 and 2015 or 2012. Anyways, uh, when they, when they won the cup, those those two cups, that was a loaded roster, um, and it's the same same teams. It's just it's sad to watch. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Justin. No, 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 no. It, it, it totally is. I mean, I mean, it, I like, but I, I think they're just trying to rebuild right now. I mean, they still got Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane, who are awesome. Um, Duncan Keith, though, he's on the back nine. I mean, that that team's really trying to rebuild. I think, um, I think honestly, that that series with Edmonton was kind of like. Whoa, that was definitely a huge shocker. So the fact that they even made it past them, I was like, geez. A shocker um, for but, some. You know, I, I, maybe in a few years they'd be back to normal, but I, I totally agree with you, Jimmy. It's kind of sad watching that same powerhouse roster just really not produce uh, this year at all. But, again, they're kind of like rebuilding. They're going through the ropes. They still got two of the uh, best players in the game on their, on their team. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll see how they rebuild. Yeah, I mean, Alex DeBrinca yeah. is, a really, is a really good player. Yeah, absolutely. I, like I think yeah, I think the Blackhawks coming down a lot better. They face a different team other than the Golden Knights, because the Blackhawks they are a good team with the players they have. They have the Brinkett, Kirby Doc, of course Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taze. Jonathan Taze was awesome for the Blackhawks this year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He did not disappoint at all, especially when we saw him in the against the Oilers. MVP status right there. I so before we move on, I just, I just want to say, um, yeah. Most people saw it as a shock when the the Blackhawks beat the Oilers, except for someone who's been preaching a curse for the last like ten years about the Oilers. And hopefully, people are starting to listen. There is a curse on the Oilers. They will never. That's going to go eighty six years like the Red Sox or one hundred and six like the Cubs. That team is not going to win a cup in the Conor McDavid era. I'm telling you that right now. Conor McDavid may win a cup, but it will not be in Edmonton. No. Hey, if, hey! If you uh, if you're Connor McDavid too, like, what are you thinking? You're, you're honestly, you're the best hockey player on this earth right now. I think Sidney Crosby. You, so, like, what 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 do you, you like? Go, you go to wait, my- honestly, I would be yeah. considering a trade out of Edmonton. I may be asking, hey, get my ass out of here. I want to be with the actual like team. If you want, if- I'd be careful though. I'd be careful because John Tavares did it, and he's he's not at any luck with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, so- about a worse curse than Edmonton. So far, um, so far. True. Well, so the thing is, if if you are a Canadian hockey player, you want to go play for the Canadian Yankees, and that's either the Toronto Maple Leafs who don't need another forward. I mean, if they go out and get uh, McDavid, I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, he's a great player, but what do you like? There's no cap space for him anyway, so they, I don't know who they have to move. They have to move Tavares, which actually would be a good move, actually. Um, oh yeah. God, dude! But, but 
Toronto, they, they they have no sack and no defense. Yeah, and, no and, 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 and no goaltending. And, and there's, there's no way it would happen. But a team that I would look at if he wants out of there and wants to go play uh, in the major leagues of you know of the NHL, I would look at a team like Montreal who needs that. They got rid of Pacioretty. They need another like elite scorer. That'd be kind of scary. Not gonna lie. But your issue is though, is like who who like the cost it would get to trade exactly. for David well, exactly. would be it would it would it would, it would shred your it would shred your roster. You would have no one there. You'd have to tell them, listen, we're gonna trade for you and we're gonna build around you. But I mean, you, you have to basically use the all your assets to go trade for him, and then you have to tell him that listen, there's no one here, but you want to use your star power and the you know the logo of the Montreal Canadiens and bring people in. Again, we're spitballing. He might not even want to trade. He might be happy losing up there because you know players sometimes just like to get their paycheck and that's it. Um, we'll go to the second or second round now. We got the uh, we'll start. We'll stay in the West. Um, we'll go with the same team we were just talking about, the Vegas Golden Knights going against the uh, the Canucks. Um, I picked Vegas. I thought Vegas was going back to the cup this year. Um, they were real close. Vegas is just something about that team. I mean, with the double-headed monster with Flurry, uh, who I can't call the flower anymore. He is really since he went out west, he has been a legitimate uh, threat in, uh, in the crease. And then a guy like Robin Leonard, who I don't know what's wrong with him uh, in the locker room, but when he's on the ice, he's a legitimate force. Um, and then there's just so many good players on that team. You got Riley Smith, William Carlson, uh, Mark Stone. You can go up and down that lineup, and it's, just, it's like great score, all star, and uh, it's just insane how good that team is. So I'm not shocked that the, the Knights won. You know, well, just real, real, real quick, guys. Like, how ironic is it that two of the teams that were in the Western Conference Finals, each of them had a team that the Bruins gave up on: Riley Smith and Tyler Zagan. I mean, if you want, you want Yikes. Yep. I mean, I would say more like Malcolm Subban and Anton Hudobin. But, I mean, hey, if you want to go with the more high-priced guys, I guess. Hudobin, too. I mean, Hudobin, too. No. Riley Smith, Hudobin, Malcolm Subban, I mean, Colin Miller. I mean, this Bruins uh, players riddled all over the, basically the league, except for like on the Lightning. Um, but, I mean, it's it's insane how, uh, how much the Bruins just don't evaluate talent. I mean, I'm waiting for Michael Donato all of a sudden to come out of nowhere and score like 50 goals one year. I, I, I don't know. I just it's the way the Bruins trade players. It's like Ryan Donato's going to come out of nowhere and just have have the game, have the season of his life, and then and then suck again. But it's just what's going to happen. Yeah, damn shame what they have for those players. Like we've lost Tyler Sagan, fucking Dougie Hamilton, Riley Smith. They've lost so many good players, and we still have good players on our team. But I don't think they could have been. They're not as consistent as these guys are in the West. All right, Dave's not here. Uh, Dave, Dave's not here, so I gotta say, it. I cannot believe they gave up on Danton Heinen. Okay, guys, he he is a top six forward. I mean, he's he's gonna win. He's gonna win uh, the Consmart next year for the Ducks. I'm telling that right now, guys. I'm telling that right now. Hey, that, that, that's that's sarcasm, right, Jimmy? Uh, that's uh, that's just all a sick joke. Right? Uh, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, I'm being, I'm just being Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, and watch them give up a uh, Parlantone too. Watch him be a star player. Oh, I know, on, uh, right? I know. Another team. <laughs> Christ, yeah, I watch him score like twenty goals and have like thirty assists. Oh god! <laughs> now, 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 now you're killing me here. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on the Knights uh, uh, Canucks series? Anything really take away from it? This was a really good series to watch. The Canucks gave it their all, man. They were just an awesome team. But the Golden Knights just have an unstoppable roster. Mark Stone, Max Pacioretty, oh, William Pacioretty, yeah, and. Dangerous goalies in the crease. Can I? Oh, speaking of goalies, uh, freaking Tatcher Demko, bro. He was awesome for the Canucks in that last game mm-hmm. for the uh, the Golden Knights, man. 
Oh, Demko is uh, Demko was absolutely awesome, Tyler. I totally agree with you. I loved watching that kid play. What a, what a grab he was! Absolutely awesome goaltender. All right. Uh, next series we have is the Avs Stars, which uh, I, that was shocking to me. The way the Stars obliter- uh, obliterated the uh, the Coyotes, I cannot believe that they lost to the Stars. Well. I say they should have not have lost because of the talent on the roster. But if you look at the season series, the Stars won the season series 4-0, which is why, I mean, if I was smart, I would have said, no, the Stars are going to win that series. I picked the Avs because, you know, recent bias and the star power on the Avs. They're so young. They're great. They got two very good goalies. Um, and, yeah, it's I was I was shocked on this one a little bit. Yo, honestly, honestly, Jimmy, like I, I, I had to start. I had the Avalanche too, but I think injuries caught up to them. I really mm. do. I mean, they were playing with what their third, their third backup goaltender or something like that. Something like yeah, uh, it was, yeah, yeah. And they lost um, uh, Tyler Johnson. Is it, no, not Tyler Johnson. Uh, Johnson. Is it Jack Johnson? Is he still? Is it? The, they were one of the defenders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he was using he a top four like shutdown guy. I mean, and that's a huge loss. Like in the playoffs, I think. One of the worst losses you can sustain in the playoffs is one of your top pairing um, shutdown guys. I agree. I think defensemen are so important in these playoffs. And um, I think just losing him and having that goaltender, I mean, and hey, listen, I give credit to the Stars too because the Stars also, like, their goaltending wasn't great that series. They had to score at least, like, you know, five, uh, you know, four or five goals just to win those games. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I, I, go ahead. That's what, um, what was that? Uh, what was I thinking of? Yeah, that's why I think of the Flames as like a very unfortunate outcome. It's the injuries. They lost Matt Kachuk, who was an awesome player, and then and with the Avs, they lost one of their best goalies, which was a huge benefit benefit in the series. As, as I see the Stars, they they got a lot of goals in this series against the Avs. So I see the Avs making the finals very soon, maybe next year. Yeah, I thought the issue was the year, but I was wrong. Um, the next series we got is um, I'll save our heartbreak for last. Uh, we're gonna go Flyers, uh, Islanders. Um, I was I I was shocked in the Islanders. They they looked really good uh, against the Caps. I thought it was more uh, the matchup of Trots versus the Capitals. This team is stacked, and I always forget that Johnny Boychuk and Nick Letty are on this team, and they are stacked defensively. Uh, their goalie is. Is, is is what you need out of a playoff goalie. It's not a very, uh, um, it's not a really high budget position. Uh, I, I I always say goalies are like running backs. You don't need to spend a lot on them. You just hope they get hot, like <clears throat> Jordan Binnington last year. Um, and and then offensively, they're just they're strong. Uh, they they have four lines that just flow, and you like, oh that guy's there. Oh that guy's there. It's it's just insane on uh, how you underrated the Islanders, and I I was one of them. Um, so I was shocked that they won, but really, when you look at the roster, I'm not shocked they won. This was a I very mean, tough series with with the teams, like the coaching, the goaltending, all the players. Man, it's such a tough series to pick. I, I did not know who was going to win, and I'm I'm pretty glad that the Islanders won because I love that team, man. They have a lot of tough players, as I said before, the Lightning. No, but sure. Honestly, guys, like um, Philadelphia, I think is one of those up and coming teams. Um, I, I mean, you have some old veteran talent on there, like um, uh, like uh, Drew for sure, and he's a great leader. Uh, but that they're definitely, I think, are just a little bit too young, uh, especially on defense. Uh, but Ivan Ivan Provorov, I believe, he's mm-hmm. awesome. He's blossoming. 
um, as, a, as an NHL defenseman. Uh, so I think they were just a little bit too young. And the way the Islanders play, such strict, stingent, and hard to play against defense. And that's a thanks to Barry Trotz, but also to the work of their defensemen. I mean, I, we all know Johnny Boychuk. I love that player. One of my favorite defensemen. Um, and they got some great talent up front. Um, I, I think they could probably use a little bit more uh, scoring touch up front, for sure, the Islanders. Um, I think that was kind of proven in this last series with Tampa. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, oh, my gosh, Matt Bozal, I love that kid. And every time I, lo- I, <laughs> I watched him out there on the ice, all I could think was, we passed on him three times. Three times. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we, we got Jake Dabrowski, who is a good scorer. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good NHL he's player. Fine. He's, a he's good, fine. He's a good NHL he's player. Special. He's special. Well, he's a streaky scorer. When he's hot, he's hot. He's a, he's a good – He's a, if on a championship-winning team uh, – JDB is a is a top nine forward. You want him on your third line. If you have a, if he's on your third line, you are real deep. Um, if he's in your second line, yep. you better hope you have a really good third line as well, though. Um, which is what we almost have with Coyle down there, but it just didn't didn't really pan out this year. Speaking of the Bruins, how about we choke again with the Bruins at uh, going against the Lightning, um, winning game one again, and then losing four straight. Uh, our uh, weak ass goalie. Tuka Rask decides to tap out, and I'm not going to hold back on this because I've not heard anything really come out of his camp saying what was going on there. So I'm just going to say that he tapped out until proving because, you know, he said it was a family thing, but nothing really came out. Like, oh, yeah, no, he's at the hospital with his kids or something like that. It was just a family issue, which means that I'm thinking that his wife just or wife couldn't handle the kids on her own, so he goes home. And in my opinion, that's embarrassing. Um but I didn't really learn anything about this series. Lightning are a much better team than the Bruins, and we choke every year against the Lightning. So the reason why we made the Cup last year is because we didn't have to go through the Lightning or the Capitals. That's my opinion. Thank you, Jimmy. No, Jimmy, like, listen, you and you and I, I feel like, and, and Tyler, I don't know how you feel about this, um, but same thing. I, I was the one last year saying, listen, awesome the Bruins got to Stanley Cup. Great. Not, not bringing them down for it. But they didn't have to go through two teams, Tampa and Washington. This year you had to go through Tampa. And you're not making it through Tampa this year. You're not making it through it last year. And I think, again, it just what you see is like the Bruins, best players, Bergeron, um, Krejci, Marchand, uh, they're good. They're very good players, but they're not great. They're not great anymore. Maybe in their prime, sure, but they're older. Uh, and you saw the same thing as you did um, three years ago when we faced Tampa Bay and the playoffs uh, at that time is – Krejci, who was hot in the Carolina game, stone cold. Him, DeBrusque, and Karcher, absolutely invisible for that entire series for the most part. Um, Bears online got shut down very effectively. Third line, outside of Coyle, you had nothing there. And on top of all of that, we had mediocre goaltending at best from Yurisov Law. If Tuka Rask is in, I say maybe give the Bruins a game, maybe force a game seven. But it's just it's just undeniable. The Lightning team, the Lightning are just a great team. The Bruins are on the back nine, and I think they got really overrated just from last year. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly with this, uh, Justin. Um, I made this point before in my podcast in the Boston Bee Party. You guys know I said it before. The coaching, Bruce Cassidy, <laughs> he is hot at one point, and then he is absolutely cold, stone cold, in another part. This series, the Bruins as a whole – were cold. Didn't see much from them at all. The goaltending, I, I don't know. Halak was great in the Hurricane series. This one, not so much. 
the lines were so confusing. I don't know why you don't put guys like Kuhlman or Stadnicka out there, but you put John Moore, who has been absent during that entire series. That's why you lost. You didn't put your good players out there. Just bad coaching, and we don't know. We didn't know what we were doing against a good team, the, the Lightning. And, t- and Tyler, don't forget that big stiff Nick Ritchie. God, so, I was watching him out there. I hated watching so, him out there. I love, I love the shit in the Bruins like no one else. Um, so I actually love all this, but um, I, I, I want to give a lot of blame to Cassidy, and then. I think we came on the. Uh, I think we came on your uh, podcast over there, the Boston Bee Party, um, right afterwards. And I know we talked about, and I blamed Cassidy for the loss in the series, and not um, Sweeney. I still put more of the blame on Cassidy. In saying that, though, I put a lot of blame on the players. Um, he, you put. I mean, they just showed no heart out there. I mean, he can. He could have put whoever was out there. And if, and if you play with no heart, you don't deserve to win the game. And that's why you know, I didn't even watch the game they got eliminated. I didn't watch it because I, I was like, I can't do this and watch a team just give up. I I I, I, I can't stand teams like that. Um, just going back to like, yeah. the last year kind of thing, I kind of relate what's going on right now. What happened last year with the Bruins going and losing? Basically, not playing the elite of the elite in the East and just going to the Cup Finals. Kind of what's going on with the Celtics right now. Uh, you know, they don't have to play my. They don't have to play uh, Milwaukee, who's the elite of the elite in the East, and uh, Kawhi Leonard leaves the Raptors. So if you go to a NBA Finals and get your ass handed to you by LeBron James because the league wants the Lakers to win for Kobe, uh, which is fine. Um, you can't really. Uh, you, you can't uh, go in an extra and expect to go back because. The, the Bucs are going to be good again, and I'm assuming other teams are going to be better. Um, so you can't really hold that against it. And just a, a decent, like, uh, I think it's a decent analogy of what's going on right now, present day. Yeah, but, I'm low-key hoping that the Heat beat the Celtics. I don't want I another too. finals loss. I know we're going to lose against the Lakers, so we don't Everybody's somehow gonna lose, lose the to the Lakers. Lakers to the Heat. Everybody's going to lose against the Lakers. It's not just the Celtics. Yeah. Um, all right, so... Yeah. Yeah, uh, Eastern Conference Final. Uh, that, that was most recent. Let's go. Let's go. We'll, we'll work uh, progressively forward. So let's go. Uh, Western Conference Finals. When we had the Golden Knights versus the Stars, the Golden Knights looked good at for I want to say the majority of that series. But the Stars just kept coming. They scored a lot of late goals. And in my opinion, when Anton Hudobin just starting goalie and you're going to the Cup Finals, there's got to be some little bit of choke there. And I think that's really what happened. We have that much firepower on a team in Vegas with. Two number one goalies and so much skill on offense and defense. I'm sorry, man. I gotta put a little bit of blame on you for not taking out the stars. I mean, they're the the stars run to the Cup final here went through a very good team that was banged up in the heat, uh, the Flames, um, the Avalanche, who are a top three team in the league probably with uh, Vegas and the uh, Lightning when they're healthy, and then they went through Vegas. Um, so. I give a lot of credit to the Stars. Uh, I think the worst team won here, uh, I guess you could say. Uh, but, hey, hats off to them. Yeah, they definitely pulled the upset, but I don't see them carrying on this upset train with the, the Lightning. I think the Lightning will take down that up that little underdog run. Let me just tell you, as you said, they, took, they, they beat a banged-up Flames, a banged-up Avalanche, and were healthy enough to beat this Golden Knights team. Who went to a who just went through a tough series with the Vancouver Canucks, and also the the Blackhawks. Although that wasn't really that tough, but still a tough team. I don't see the Stars winning this cup. If they do, it will shock me. Yeah, no, I 
Honestly, guys, I kind of agree with you. Um, um, I think the thing is, though, is, uh, and also uh, Mark Stone clearly hurt. I think he blocked a shot with the skate, something like that. He was not the Mark Stone we're used to seeing, especially in the last the last game or two. He was he was hurting. You could tell every time he was on the ice, he was not himself. So that was a huge thing. Um, but I think in general, I think with the Stars, um, you know, I, I honestly did not pick them to to go this far. Um, I think many people didn't, uh, maybe because I figured, oh, they got washed up guys who had been there, done that, who were on the back nine and Perry and Pavelski. Uh, but let me tell you something. Those two guys have really come through for the Stars. And um, I, I think uh, their, their defenseman, uh, Miro Hiskinen, who they picked mm-hmm. third overall, uh, I think it was three or four years ago. Um, I think he's one of the most underrated young defensemen in the entire NHL. You do not hear much about him, but let me tell you something, that kid at 21 years old is awesome, and he is so much fun to watch. And I think with the Golden Knights, again, I'm a huge believer that um, ha- if you have um, a stellar defense, uh, defensive core or at least have like a stellar defenseman, um, Lightning, for example, of course they're there, but Eric I mean, uh, Victor Hedman, um, outside of Shea Theodore, who I think is an awesome uh, defenseman, nice offensive abilities, he's not really a top-pairing guy. And all the other defensemen, I mean, they're fine, you know, but I think the Vegas is really what they're lacking now is I think they, they're good up front. What I think they're really lacking is um, that true number one defenseman. I don't think they have it, and I think they're looking forward to soft season because I've also heard them um, potentially suitors for uh, Petrangelo because he's going to be a free agent. Um, so, but I listen. All the credit to the Stars, big heavy team, got to the finals. Um, good for them, and boohoo to us again. Tyler Sagan, Cup, <laughs> wish he was with us. Kudobin, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Kudobin too. I Holy mean, shit. Yeah, there's this just there's so much um, former or so much. There's two former Bruins on that team. Um, yeah, and then let's go to what ended last night, and that's the Islanders and Lightning. And I just got a quick thought here, and I, it's kind of an open question for you guys. Um, so going back in this whole playoffs, we've seen the Lightning struggle during the series, except for against the Bruins. What do the other teams do to the Lightning to make them look vulnerable? And then the Bruins come and make them look like the 28 uh, New York Yankees against, you know, whoever you want to put against them. And they freaking look like gods against, you know, the you know, junior hockey players. I don't get what the other teams do to keep them, like, with like like, 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 like last night. It was a one, it was two to one was the final. How the hell do you keep a team like that to one goal consistently? I don't get it. It's something to do with the Bruins structure or something like I just don't get it. Uh, do you guys have any answers for me? Because I was watching this whole series. Like, how the hell do they look vulnerable here? Oh, I definitely got some answers for you, Jimmy. But Tyler, please go first. I'm actually with you, Jimmy. I don't know how they do it. I think it's with the other teams. They are just consistent with their coaching, and they know what they're doing. Bruce Cassidy, I don't know where he was. That's my answer. Well, listen, guys. I have um, – here's what I think. And I was just from like, you know, you know hey, this is what, what, what I've watched. Um, one, the Islanders – Great defensive structure. Um, why? They have big, bruising, physical defensemen. Um, up front, they have some big forwards, bruising forwards, guys who are willing to drive to the net, guys who are willing to get in those dirty areas. And between that, them being able to get to those dirty areas, having big power forwards um, like Nelson, I have Brock Nelson, Matt Martin, 
Um, I, I honestly, Matt Fonzell, as skilled as he is, he's he's kind of a physical force a little bit. Um, and Jordan Eberle, I love him. All those guys, if you notice, every single one of those guys, they make the um, Tampa defensive defense work. They play them hard and physically. On the defensive end, you got guys like um, Letty, right? Am I, am I right? Letty and Boychuk and all those guys. Oh, the Allen's, yep. yeah, yeah. Lady Florida, I forget. Yeah, it's, yeah. So, uh, but but you, you get my point. Is they have those big, uh, burly, physical guys on the defensive end, which is what you need against a Tampa team like that. You need to be physical with them. You need to get up in their face, not give them a lot of space. And unfortunately, with the Bruins. You're completely on the size on the left on on your left side outside of Char. Completely on the size, so you get bullied in your own end. Um, Char, old, slow. He even avoided taking hits because he knew he wouldn't be able to get back in front of the net in time to block a shot or force out a body. They were unable to do that. Carl didn't have a great series. Um, they were unable to efficiently block Tampa out of the crease and get them out between the circles. Um, and also, the Bruins do not have bruising. Uh, uh, power forwards. They lack a Milan Lucic, a Horton, and a Ginla. Uh, Pasnak was hurt. He's not a physical forward. I mean, Marshan, I give the guy credit all to the, to the world because he's a small dude, but he gets into the gritty areas, and sure enough, he was one of their best goal scorers because that's what he did. Outside of that, DeBrusque, you never saw him once drive to the net. No. They all got boxed out in the offensive zone. There's your answer right there. I like it. I, like I do agree, but there's one part where I mildly disagree. One four we have is Chris Wagner. He's a tough motherfucker in the crease, and he is willing to hit, and he does, and he does pretty good at it too. You might, you might tell you, you're absolutely right. The fourth line was awesome. Uh, the only issue is, is unfortunately, as awesome as Wagner is, he he can't score. He's a well, not was, a good scorer. I was gonna say <laughs> that's yeah. his I was, issue. I, I was gonna if say he was holy smokes. I was gonna say as good as our fourth line is, they're the fourth line for a reason. Like if your if your best line is your fourth line. You're not gonna make it very far. I'm sorry. It's it's a great. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's. I mean, as much as we love the Mer, uh, Merlot line, you know, with uh, with Danny Paye, Soupy Campbell, and Joe uh, Joe Thornton, Sean Thornton, uh, there during the Cup run, stuff like that. If that if we don't win the Cup that year, okay, it's a great story. But I mean, realistically, it's not a. I mean, you don't build a team around a fourth line. But again, it's it's a great luxury to have. Like Corrali is a great guy you can have. Um, just, just supplement the scoring. But the thing is, when your first line doesn't score, it doesn't matter what your fourth line does because they're not going to be keeping up with a team like Tampa. It's just not going to happen. If it does, you're probably one of the best teams of all time. That's the thing. Um, so any last thoughts from uh, the Islanders-Tampa series, guys, uh, before we move on to the cup final? The Islanders have nothing to be ashamed of in this series. That team, once I said, like I said, consistent. They have the grit. And I think they are very they are very promising to be a Stanley Cup final contender for next year or maybe a couple of years later. They got a lot of young talent like Anthony Boulevard, uh, Matthew Barzell, damn good goalie, and a lot of good D. And one other thing for the Lightning, a scary thought, they have not had Stamkos at all during the, this run. It's pretty crazy. They're also a banged-up team. Yes. They are. I mean, but Braden Point, dude, I love Braden point he undressed the Bruins every single time he was on the ice undressed them oh well, don't worry we're gonna be going over Braden yeah, he did have the blue jacket too oh. <laughs> he unset the jackets <laughs> <laughs> I mean Good way, I like that well one last thing on Bra- uh, you know I'll say my, I'll say my Braden point take when we actually talk about um our Smythe winner uh, odds here because so we're gonna do a lot of uh, gambling odds here uh, coming up with the Stanley Cup final 
But uh, so we're just gonna take a quick break here, guys, and then uh, we will be right back. All right, guys, we're back. I'm um, talking about the Stanley Cup final. We have the Dallas Stars, um, the David versus Goliath, I guess you could say. Dallas Stars versus the uh, heavily favorited, the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. The odds for the Lightning here are minus 182, and the Stars are plus uh, 160. I can tell you right now from personal uh, personal uh, experience, or I guess what I've done, I actually took the Lightning last, uh, last round to win the Cup at minus 118. I don't think there's much value here to take them. Um, do you think there's any shot that the uh, the stars actually knock off the uh, the lightning here? There is. I've seen a lot of big teams like Vancouver in 2011. We got the star team, and then we had the Bruins, who were underdogs in that series, winning Game Seven. They have a small chance of doing it. Yeah. Listen. It, it, listen. And of all sports, um, other than basketball, because I believe in basketball. With the exception of this Miami Celtics series, with this exception, which is really sad, um, like in basketball, the most talented team wins. Um, hockey, baseball, and football, I feel like you can have those teams where they're not as talented, but they can outwork you and and overcome a lot and actually come, go and beat you. It's happened before. It will happen again. So I think the Dallas Stars definitely do have a chance. I mean, I, they show me a lot. I love how they play defense. They're very stingy and uh, um, annoying uh, defensively. Um, so I think it's definitely going to be a series. Um, I can't, however, with my, the, in all honesty, pick Dallas. Um, after what we've seen from Tampa so far, especially this postseason, I mean, they've got it all. They're going to win. Yeah, it would be be an epic choke job if Tampa does not win. I think we're all here on Tampa, right? Tampa's going to win the series. Yeah, I got Tampa too. If Stars win, they would have a lot of grit against this Tampa Bay they they and they did get and they, they they did win, so they have to bring that energy they have with the Golden Knights and get that win. Yeah. Um. So my one thought in the series, I have money on Tampa, but I'm gonna be rooting hard for the Stars. Strictly as a Boston fan, I would love to see Tyler Sagan win his second ring before Patrice Bergeron, and I would love to see Anton Hudobin win as many rings as Tuukka Rask. Actually, he'd have more because he was actually in the crease to win a cup. So as a Boston fan, I would love to shove it down the oh. th- shove it down the throat of all the Jesus Christ Patrice Bergeron lovers and the Boohoo Tuukka crew. The Anton Hudobin, you let him walk for nothing, and he's gonna win a cup. Before for Tugarask. I would love that, especially if they beat the team that knocked out the Bruins. Yes, please. Sign me up. Where do I sign for that? Please. <laughs> that's just me. As a, as a, oh, God. As the anti- Honestly, oh. Jimmy, that, that's the only reason why I want to see a lightning win, just because I'm like, oh, the fact that you we could say we had Sagan and Hudobin and they just won a cop, it makes me want to throw you, up saying. The Tugarask and Patrice Bergeron guys would never hear the end of it if I say that that uh, Tyler Sagan has more rings, went somewhere else into a non-hockey market with a worse team than the Boston Bruins, 
Oh, the only way this would be better if it was the Bruins against the uh, against the Stars, and I honestly may be rooting for the Stars if it was the Bruins here, just to, <laughs> just to <laughs> shove it down the throat of, oh the, of the boo hey. Um Before we get out of here, guys, let's just go. There's really only one award that can be really won from this. It's not like uh, baseball and basketball where there's well, there's only one award, but it's more of a conversation. Um, I'm gonna run down the I guess the five picks, uh, the five people here um, that could win the constant the top five odds, and just give me your pick and why. I think we're all gonna be pretty much on the same. Yeah. Same uh, uh, path here, too. Uh, one is Braden Point at plus uh, 150. Uh, Vic Hedman is plus 200. Uh, Miro Heskanan. Wow, my handwriting is horrible. Uh, Heskanan uh, is plus 250. Anton Hudobin plus 300. And Andre Veselovsky. Wow, I cannot pronounce. Veselovsky is plus 1,000. Who do you guys think? Go ahead, Justin. Oh, bro. <laughs> No, no, go for it. Please, please, go for it. Uh, I think I have Braden Point to get that stat con smite. That'd be a pretty good one. Honestly, honestly, like, of all the names you list off, Jimmy, like, I, I see all of them. Like, like they're, they're, a lot of them pretty deserving. Except for Vasilevsky, I will say that. I mean, I think Vasilevsky's been been really good, and I think he's been himself. But I think the biggest story is is Hudobin and how he's played. Um. Miro Hiskinen, I mean him as well. I think he's absolutely uh, flown under the radar. He could totally be one. Um, Victor Hedman, he's now uh, what in the top uh, seven or eight um, all time for NHL defensemen in, as far as goals in the, in the playoffs and postseason. Um, and he's the best defenseman in the league right now. Uh, so you can make an argument for him. But it, my vote also goes to Braden Point. I mean, I think he was drafted seventy third. 34th overall, third round. Um, excellent job by Lightning Scouting. Um, he's phenomenal. And there's a lot of people who, in the Bruins Lightning series, and I'm sorry, I love Patrice Bergeron. Like, I would lose lose my mind if I ever got to meet him. Um, but if we were doing the draft, I would have picked point over Bergeron. And a lot of people were like, oh, my God, no, my Bergeron. But, like, great in point, I'm sorry, he's just awesome. Just absolutely awesome. And wow. I mean, just, yeah, I think he's a hands down winner. Justin, thank you because that was my Braden Point Point by Braden Point Point, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you, you can be, you can be the, the, uh, the enemy on the show today, not me. I'll say uh, that, but thank you for taking the words out of my mouth. Oh, word for word. No problem. Sure. A lot of people are going to be like losing their minds over what I just said. Good, good, good for them. You know, it's true. If they can't handle the truth, get out of the kitchen, right? Isn't that what they say? Something like that? No, seriously. I mean, it, it, it's it, eye test. I mean, come on. Love Bergeron. He's not the player point is. No, I agree. Um, so I, I think I'm on point two. Uh, but I want to say I do love betting goalies to win Consumite because if a team wins, it's normally because the goalie is really good. Um, so I don't mind Hudobin. I do like Vasilevsky here at plus a thousand just because as a goalie if you stand in your head and he say say they say somehow it's not gonna happen but somehow they sweep the stars and he shuts them out in two of the games in my opinion that has to go to the goalie i mean it has to when you shut i mean it could be the system but it goes to the goalie the goalie gets a shutout um so i would look at that too just as a as the, you know toss some money at it um i'm looking forward to the series though. it's gonna be a really good series um i do have lightning i have lightning in Five. Uh, I think the Lightning are a superior team, and I don't think it's really be close. They might lose game two or three, and then the Lightning will be like, "Oh no, here we go again," and they'll they'll put they'll put the choker on them. 
Yeah, honestly, Jimmy, I, I agree with your goaltender thing. I think if who I think Hudobin's gonna have to stand on his head if the, if Dallas hopes to have a prayer in winning in this series. So I think if Dallas somehow wins, he's a hands down Consmith trophy winner for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's gonna have to play like one in order in order to do that. Um, I have the Lightning as well, not as many games as you do, just because I think um, the Stars' defense is so stingy, and you can get under the skin of. Uh, uh, like Nikita Kucherov, mm-hmm. uh, that's been shown before, and he's also a dirty player when he gets frustrated. By yes, the way, so he I, is. yeah, um, he does. He, he's really, he's really an asshole when he's, you know, frustrated. But uh, I, I, I picked the Lightning in six, maybe seven, but definitely six. Yeah, I have Tampa Bay in six too, and I think if Anthony Degobi wins, that'd be a slap in the face to Tuukka Rask. Oh, it would be. I love be that. Honest. Oh man, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm really. I'm gonna be well. honest. I think Rask could have won the Tonsight if they did win last year. He probably could have. No, please. Actually, give it to Tyler Sagan. I hope he goes off because then you can say at least he has more Consumites than Patrice Bergeron too. Oh, please give it, to, give it to Sagan. Oh, please. Uh, oh man, shove it down my throat, please. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's uh, we all get our picks, right? Yeah. Uh, we all have yeah. lighting. Um, so yeah, that's about it, guys. Um, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, please uh, yeah. listen to their podcast. It's a great, it's a great listen. Uh, it's at they post it on Twitter. It's um on. Uh, at Boston B Party One, and that's just the letter B in the middle there. Um, you guys want to throw you guys' Twitter handle out there? Yeah, we're at Boston B Party One. Perfect. Uh, all right, perfect, guys. Um, hey, I know you guys are talking about getting a hockey blog going. Did you guys ever get that up and running, or is it still kind of in the works? Oh, oh you want to be so sorry, sorry. I'm honestly going to uh, work on it this weekend. I'm just making sure I find like the right blog website as perfect. well as like you know find like the right amenities and so on and so forth. But my hope is to get a uh, Bruins blog going. Um, and once I do, I would love to have your guys' contribu- uh, contributions to that blog. Um, yeah, so that's oh. going to be up and running soon. Of course, man. Anytime you need some negativity, I'm all about bringing the rain cloud to the party. Uh, and oh, uh, I love it. Ruins controversy, baby. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. All right, guys, again, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, Justin and, and Tyler and Dave, because he's not here. Um, it kind of last minute. We kind of th- we kind of threw this together last minute because I thought that somehow the Islanders were going to win. It was going to push the game back to at least Monday or Tuesday of next week. Um, he couldn't make it, but again, you're in our thoughts, bud. Um, he had actually he had uh, Tampa on six as well, and he also had Brandon Point as the con Smythe. So you guys are missed. Anyways, thank you guys so much for coming on. The invitation to come on is open whenever you guys want. If you guys ever want to talk puck, please, especially on the draft time, we need some draft talk. Always need some draft talk. Hey, and I would love to talk about football too. I want to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. That guy, Joe Burrows, is carrying that team like badly. Tyler. He's carrying that team bad. <laughs> I could not agree with you more, bro. I love what I see from Joe Burrows. And all I can think of is what could he do when he, when, if he had a coach like Bill Belichick? See, I'm not, oh my I'm God. Not a Burrow guy. Not a, I'm just, another thing, not a, big my, guy. a friend of mine watches it. He hates that kicker so much for the Cincinnati Bengals. Randy Bullock. Oh, yeah. He hates it for the Chargers. <laughs> All right, guys, that's about all the time we have here. Um, I'm Jimmy Shea signing off here. Uh, I'll talk to you guys uh, probably Tuesday, or Wednesday or Thursday next week. Uh, hopefully have another guest on to talk some football. Maybe not. Maybe be me solo. Last time I said that, I'm back with fans or with friends. Um, so that's about it, guys. Uh, I'm out. Deuces. <laughs>